Hello, hello, hello. This is Chapeau Claudette for Life is a Hat Party Podcast. I know you haven't seen me for a while. I have two podcasts, one that I do religiously every Monday. That's where the heavenly bodies are. And it's a big week coming up. I just want to plug this a little bit. There is a moon festival happening in London because this is the week that they are sure. I mean, most people are. I'm on the fence. Not really. I don't know. It doesn't matter. This is all a holograph experience. Anyway, (laughs) I have to say I was so crazy. But I just want to say that this week is the anniversary of 50 years that the Americans went to the moon. And I am really excited about that because it proves something that I've been trying to share with the podcast listening community. If you want to know more about that, you need to go to where the heavenly bodies are, Sky Astrology. That is my podcast, and you will find out more tomorrow. Okay, let's get back to Life is a Hat Party, where I just, you know, randomly and spontaneously interview people that I have the honor of getting to meet. And I had that very special honor on June the 16th. It was Father's Day. It was a friend's birthday and his daughter's birthday and his wife's birthday. And we had a barbecue, which is the noise in the background. So please be tolerant of that. And there was uh, one of the oldest, most reverend veterans who is from Brooklyn, but he has um, medals from England and France and probably Italy as well for World War II. He is a lecturer and I explain all the amazing things that he's done. He is a doctor, but more importantly, he is someone who is talking about PTSD and the invisible scars of war, which brings me to why I am publishing this on Bastille Day. Because Bastille Day is the day of the French Revolution experience. What's the French Revolution? It is the time that is celebrated in France. It's called La Fête Nationale, where basically the common person got fed up. And mostly times the common people go to war. Even still today, um, the commoners are the ones on the front line. And... I have a problem with that and so I think it's important for us to notice in the week as well because this is a little bit you know clouded in the week that we celebrating you know going to the moon right and viewing the earth from the moon and real if you realize that as Carl Sagan always says that we're a pale blue dot why are we fighting against each other why aren't we sharing our earth? Why do we have to separate um, each other into categories and um, devalue people so that uh, other people feel that they are more worthy? So that is my question. But the answer lies in the fact that there's nothing really good coming out of war. Not immediately, not um in the later time and especially not mentally which is um, the theme of the book of Dr. Weiss so the interview will be more small talk 
uh, will be eating as well, so please excuse us. Um, my friend will be asking a few questions, and it's just a laid-back interview. But as you know, I am a milliner by trade, and uh, Stephen has a lot of hats and has worn a lot of hats. And so just, you know, enjoy and um, know that uh, I'll be back if I meet somebody else who crosses my path, and I'm happy to interview. Otherwise, I wish you and yours a fantastic moment, as I always do. And I really would like to invite you to uh, subscribe to the Sky Astrology Podcast because it's something that I do every week. This one I don't do so much, if you notice. But it is a very special um, podcast because it's the one where I documented my mother's um, life partly and interviewed her and she passed away this month so um, I'll be doing another podcast about that as well yeah so that's it for now uh, enjoy the rest of the interview and until next time it's Chapeau Claudette aka Claudette because I love clouds and looking up keep looking up people keep looking up The Invisible Scars of War. I find that a brilliant title. The Invisible Scars of War. Yeah. And by um, me. By Mr. Stephen J. White. Stephen J. White. I will put a link to the podcast of the book that you can buy. Um, is it online on Amazon? No, not on Amazon, but it's on my uh, website. Okay, great. And the website is the same name as the book, so there's no confusion. Well, that is a brilliant title. So I was curious, because I'm a hat maker, you were telling um, me... I have 17 different caps and hats, all with different insignia, and they're all mine. Amazing. Yeah, that many. I have 17. Yeah, I came back. I t- well, when I went over to the continent a couple of weeks ago, I took three. I came back with six. And they were given to me. I think I bought one of them in the post exchange. But uh, all the others were given to me. Yes. And- huh? We carry on. Oh, yeah. And, and so... Uh, came back loaded but anyway even if I hadn't brought that five back I had 15 and they're all different and they're all legitimate they're all legitimate it isn't where I I found something and say oh I'll put it on whatever I had I was either presented with or I received it legitimately can I ask a couple of questions yes the book that Dr. J. Weiss is referring to is called The Invisible Scars of War, and it is his first-hand account of the quote-unquote boy himself at a young age as a combat soldier in war, World War II. And it takes you directly to the chaos of the war during the liberation of Italy and France and recounts his fights alongside French resistant fighters and his involvement 
in the operations of the American OSS until finally rejoining his unit again in northern France. He was sick, exhausted, and broken, and he survived against all odds, but the impact of his experience turned out to be lasting, and this book describes his life and experience candidly, compassionately, and at some times humorous, and they say it's impossible to put down. I was lucky enough to be in the company of Dr. Weiss on Father's Day in June in London. And here are some excerpts from my interview with him. Enjoy. Yes, of course. We have a request from Joseph Mankiewicz, a very dear friend of mine, and the reason that I have met some of the most colorful individuals during my time in London for over 20 years. Your first question is? In 1944, 18 years old, and you eventually got lost. Did the president send a telegram to your parents? Yes. What did the telegram say? What is the reaction? Your 18-year-old son is missing. We regret to inform you that your son, Private Stephen J. Weiss, has been missing in action since August 24th, 1944. If we have any further details, you will be notified immediately. The reaction? Heartbreak. Heartbreak, yeah. They must have gone into mourning. Yeah. And uh, they went to temple and prayed, and they were religious. And uh, there were gatherings of friends and relatives, uh, remorseful, regretful, and... Uh, sorry to hear about your loss. Sorry to hear about your loss. And my father had been in World War One and experienced infantry fighting, and he was gassed and wounded. So he knew right from the beginning, even when I enlisted, that uh, he wanted me to wait until I was drafted, and I didn't want to wait. And in one sense, it contributed to saving my life, but I can't prove that in any way. The only thing that I uh, experience is a very close friend of mine waited to be drafted. We were very, very close, boyhood friends, and uh, he was killed, and I wasn't. How difficult is it to live with the idea that so many of your friends died? You were saved. Why were you saved? I wish I knew. And I go over that time and time again. It isn't where it intrudes into anything else. I was, what is this? Wait, wait. We're having some sweets now. Okay. What happened? What, what were you doing while everybody thought you were lost? That's what I want to know. It wasn't loss that was the major problem. Loss was an outcome. The experience, the event, was that I got surrounded in a night attack by, by the Germans and had to figure out a way of surviving. I have loss was an after effect. What promoted the loss was this night attack that didn't go well on our part. And I was 
deep involved in it. That's what happened. Wow. So if you read the book, you have all the details, all the people involved. One last question from Mr. Joseph Mankiewicz is... When you see all these movies, war movies, and the guys run up the hill with a full pack and their, and their rifles, and they run up and they shoot a lot of Germans, what is the reality? They're too old. Yeah? And what's it like when you land on the beach with a heavy pack? Do you run up a hill or do you fall over? Fall over. <laughs> You wrote somewhere you fell over and you cried. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, you read the book. What would you say about the book? Just in closing, could we have a review from Dr. He hasn't read, read the book. He read the, the I've, com- I haven't read the new one. No, but you, uh, oh, how many books are there? He's a, he's a visiting professor of war history at King's College. Okay. And I've been to a few of his lectures. Mm-hmm. Wow. So his lectures are phenomenal. They have to move into a big hall. Wow. All the young kids want to go. Wow. And he talks about the reality of war. Or he talks about, I love the title. Or he talks about Hollywood and war. Mm. And then he talks, his, his new interest is trauma, post-traumatic stress. Yes, that's which real. Isn't, which isn't so sexy, but it is real. It is real, and nobody talks about and it, it and enough, do they? He's now passionate about right. that. Right. Modern pe- wars as well, Afghanistan. Yes, but people don't talk about that enough, do they, Steve? Steve shook his head, said no, as he's enjoying this birthday uh, celebration in London. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Impromptu podcast interview with Dr. Stephen Weiss, a very treasured veteran who has this book on his website of the same name, please go to www.theinvisiblescarsofwar.com and get yourself a copy of this first-hand account of the tragedies of war that are still going on today. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Take care of yourselves.